This is JFM Podcast. Hi there, good evening, welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jos. My name is Ponsak Fanab. It's a pleasant uh, first day of the wo- working week, I would say. Although in some countries, you know, work starts from Sunday and ends uh, Saturday the, and then Sunday, you know. Even in some countries, it's end, um, Thursday and because Friday is a holy day uh, for some people. But we're thankful that uh, uh, this how we've chosen, for example, to organize our society. Today is the 10th day in the month of May 2021. And uh, I don't know how your weekend was. Me, how was the weekend for you? Well, a big weekend. Um, I just said to get myself distracted a bit. Uh, you know, stayed a lot at home and the rain and all of that. But uh, even in the midst of that, the stories wouldn't stop, uh, you know, popping up, uh, political stories, you know. I think over the weekend, well, out of, you know, politics, I jumped up on the story of, you know, a bride that ran away from the church, you know, just when they were about joining them on Saturday in Jordan. The news trended you know on almost all the major you know blogs across the country and i just told myself that in this our small town <laughs> things they happen you know basically i i think uh, it's been a while we had such more of a really quiet weekend and i think you know uh, senator dino melaya had been so so in the news almost he, he barely ever leaves the news anyways uh, he's always coming up and he's been putting up a lot of his projects uh you know things he did when he was in the in the House of Reps, and when it was in the Senate, and you know, just trying. And people had come out to say that, Oga, are you prepared for 2023 or what exactly is going on? But uh, majorly, it's just been about that. <laughs> Yo, yesterday, uh, me being you know, not on social, I think it's, I think there's some good in it because I, I got to know about that story on uh, yesterday. I visited a, a dear friend of mine yesterday. And uh, in his home, you know, because I got bored, you know, at home. So I said, ah, let me just go and say hello to him. So I visited and, uh, you know, we're there, we're, you know, having conversation. And, uh, you know, he asked me that, oh, a lady asked me that, have I heard the news that a bride ran away? (laughs) (laughs) I said, I have no idea. Then she said, "Uh, this is the uh, third time or second time, you know, it's happening in Jaws. I said, really, I never, I don't have idea, you know, um, you know, what is happening. But I feel that people have a right to make, you know, their choices. And one of, one, my former school, you know, the counselor, she once told us, and she had a very radical idea of seasoned psychologist. She said, anything that you're, she made an example with marriage. She said, if you're getting married and the pastor is about, or the, uh, you know, clergy is about to pronounce you husband and wife, and you don't feel up to it, she said, it absolutely fine for you to leave. At that point. Yeah. And she said, if you liked the girl and the pastor is about to say, I'm saying pastor because, you know, uh, because of context, you know, my context. And the pastor said, if anyone, you know what they call bands of marriage, you know, Mm. uh, some churches do that. The Catholic church, for example, do three bands of marriage before the uh, official time of the night. She said, if you like the lady or if you you are in love (laughs) with the lady and uh, the pastor is about, or he's saying, if anyone who has anything, you know, against these two people becoming man forward. and wife, you know, or she said, if you honestly and genuinely don't, if you have something to say, put your hands up, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and tell the girl, you know, for the last time that, look, uh, you are giving all of your love, you know, to her. And if she's rejecting this, <laughs> <laughs> it was funny, but she said, look, that is a radical thing, mm. uh, you know, to, but you know, I feel which one is more better be married and not happy or, uh, to decide, disappoint, you know, people once, I, 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 I'm not justifying it, for example, but I know that, you know, there must be a reason behind mm. everything uh, that happens. Things don't just happen just like that. I mean, there must be a reason. In the cause of Maybe the... she doesn't, at the end of the day, she doesn't feel, you know, uh, up to it. And it comes to question the counseling that, you know, intending couples mm. get in churches. 
uh, that's within, they will say you need to ca uh, be cancelled for six months. And after the cancelling session, you find people, you know, getting divorced after the third month of, you know, uh, getting married. Then I, you know, and it's, it's like, you know, in this society, we don't, um, the uh, test for knowledge is not something very solid. I wonder why, and some churches make it mandatory that you have to go through counseling. At the end of the day, the church don't support you if you are divorced, you know. Uh, they will bring all manner of uh, uh, preachers. I'm just saying that maybe uh, churches need to start rethinking because the rate at which, you know, people divorce. I'm not making it my own business, but I know that if people get divorced, it shows that there's no happiness. They've, you know, they assume that they are going to uh, be happy when they are together with this person, you know. Uh, so uh, people should start reevaluating, and of course, couples should start, you know, uh, people get married for different things, you know, should start reevaluating because I uh, take it or leave it, it has a ripple effect. Even in economy, even how we raise children, in, in the um social um economic progress so to speak and well-being societal well-being uh it affects societal uh, well-being because uh, it breaks my heart when you see that many young people are divorced you know uh it's like maybe they can't hold a marriage they can you know uh they don't know what it takes for one to be committed i, I don't people have their own reason but i think the churches you know should reevaluate and i was just reading did you read the new uh marriage act that the federal government brought out on the minister of interior uh, that there are going to be different you know marriage registry points across the country uh, one of my friends was saying that why should the government legislate who you'll be with? Then I said, well, that is a great question. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, that is a great question. Why would the government want to interfere in, you know, in marriage? And then I told him that, but you need a certificate uh, uh, for you and your wife from the government. You know, if you are traveling, you know, any, uh, any, any place out of the country, that's what would give your union legitimacy. If the government said, uh, the government of Nigeria knows that these people have become man and wife on, you know, so, so this. So he said, well, it kind of makes sense. But again, why would the government, you know, so, uh, well, I do not know what the reason is, but I just hope that <laughs> that lady finds peace <laughs> wherever she is. And, uh, the man also may he find peace and know that uh, the embarrassment was just for that day, but you know there's a there's beauty on the horizon. Well, um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't even see this conversation taking this uh, channel. Yeah, uh, but I mean it just it just threw the conversation a bit open for me. I, I followed a different sides to the story. A couple of other references popped up, and I was I was just engaging a couple of friends, and you know people were saying it's better she left at that point rather than getting into it and walking away at the end of the day. You know, there's going to be a lot of stigma. There's going to be a lot of problem. Oh, you didn't stay too long in this marriage and all of that and I, I don't know the true story but you know so many sides uh, you just kept coming up but just like you said um, it's something that you've got to sit yourself down and ask yourself some fundamental questions a very you know a big friend of mine asked, you know called me yesterday evening and we got talking uh, trying to keep bring up this issue of interreligious marriage that okay I like this guy is you know out of my religious circle how do I deal with him we've been together for over a year and I told her, I said, I've never been in this situation before, but I think it's a major decision. Beyond the advice of other people gives you, you've got to ask yourself this fundamental question. Just like you said, what exactly am I going into this for? Is it because I want to get certificate to travel out of the country? Or is it because I want to have access to something? You know, uh, in my client, if you're not married as a king, even if you, you know, uh, get up on the throne, you've got to be married within a certain period of time. So it comes with so many of those factors. And I just ask myself, you've got to do it for the right reason. Is it because oh, the society feels you're 35 or you're getting old, you're not married or you want to give back? So, uh, I mean, some people just go into these things and then their expectations are really high. And then when it gets into it, uh, the story is different. Uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's a real problem. Talking about the ironical nature of man, they will say that love is un there's unconditional love. Mm. And then I'll tell my friends that people will say, please don't lie. Don't there's lie. nothing like there's that. Nothing like that. Why is he... Why Everything is tied girl, up on something. Muslim lady cannot marry a Christian, you know, uh, guy that she's so much in love mm. with. I mean, that is a barrier. Uh, they will say, no, religion doesn't... I say, well, there goes this the condition. 
Awawuli rich lady no marry a poor guy. Because society feels it's not balanced. There goes the condition. So mm. for me, we shouldn't lie to ourselves. Just tell me uh, what reason do you have. You let's, know, just, let's just push this thing through. And nothing wrong <laughs> if you say, I want to, this guy or this lady makes me happy. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Enough of the marriage. I, I you know, we sincerely condole uh, the uh, Nigerians in Casino State in Jibia who were observing um, a vigil um, and they just got abducted uh, by bandits in Jibia in Katsina State. It's, it's very uh, heartbreaking. I mean, you go to, maybe they, they were even praying for the country or praying for uh, God to give Mr. President, you know, wisdom and they just uh, got abducted. It's, it's, it's really, uh, for me, these kind of stories are really painful and it just present to us you know the reality of our country you know uh i was i was reading um a friend of mine sent me s- something about a very well respected journalist i've never heard of him but his opinion is very really profound and fascinating he said why will the media always like picking on bad bad stories you know to present it uh, to the people and he said that uh, for all of his career you know he thinks he covers report on little things that are happening uh, daily basis that people don't even uh, you pay, know, attention, pay to. attention to mm. and for me it's very important but again we need to talk about uh, the bad that you know is happening in our society just over the weekend in Jerusalem um, you saw what happened with the mocks you know there uh, you know the whole, uh, no, the confiscation of properties. You know, um, some news outlet will say that uh, Jews are settlers. You know, in Palestine, and some people will say that because Trump recognized Jerusalem as the official capital of Israel, and Bibi Netanyahu was on television saying that that is their own, it's like their birthright. You know, Jerusalem is their own birthright. Uh, yeah, lots of really negative energy you know coming from the media and he said that the media can choose to report the good things you know uh that happen a good thing can be uh, maybe a child you know who was offered gift and he said look i need the permission of a high authority my mother or my father before you know i accept it or uh someone making uh, they are his family proud, you know, from grace to from grass to grace, for example. There are a lot of good things, you know, to uh, report out there. But, you know, this is um, really, really sad and unfortunate what happened in Casino State. Um, really sad. And uh, this is, and it, it goes to buttress the renew the conversation about religious liberty in the country. If you're a Muslim, you don't have religious liberty. If you're a Christian, you don't have religious liberty. Even if you're an African traditional believer, you don't have religious liberty. So uh, the religious liberty is very low. If this, you know, uh, you know, worshippers will be abducted in, in the holy place, so to speak, it shows that there's grave danger. And it just goes to uh, betray the fact that these people carrying this, you know, act uh, for other people who say that they are Muslims, you know, a Muslim, a Muslim cannot just go and kidnap, you know, no matter how crazy that person is, you know, they are just pure criminals and you dignify them by attaching a noble label to them, you know, Muslims, Christian, that is a noble label. You dignify them by, they're just criminals and our heart, thoughts and prayers goes to uh, the, our family and we are calling on the government to ensure they are safe release. Well, I was, we're back here uh, calling on the government. Uh, yeah. It's unfortunate that it's even the home state of Mr. President. Uh, the same place where over 300 schoolboys were abducted while Mr. President was at the state at that point. Uh, well, I think we've gone over the conversation of, uh, you know, whether this whole issues got religion at uh, you know attachment to it. So we've gone past that level. You know, there's been a lot of contradiction to what ideally, you know, the issue of wanting uh, you know, to say no to westernization. I think they've abandoned that. Uh, it's gone beyond religion right now at some point. You know, place of worship where really soft targets. Even on the plots, we had cases of, you know, churches being, you know, bombed even at the height of all of that madness in 2015, 2016 and all of that. So I think the decoloration had gone beyond, you know, attaching one particular religion to it now. We've seen this thing happening within the same religion. I mean, this is, you know, 
Muslim people trying to observe a vigil. It's not even saying maybe this is a church now. It's a religious place of worship. And it just changes the whole narrative. The same thing we've always said. It looks like there's no justification for this conversation at the end of the day. Uh, you say that you want to instill your particular religion to make other, other people feel inferior to you. That exactly is not what your religion is preaching. I've, got, I've said it here severally. The best of my friends are not even you know, sharing the same religion believe with me but that never been a time where we've had to question our own religious side it's a personal thing so if i don't feel free probably because there's a place that they said oh i'm a nigerian yes but because i'm not in my own comfort zone i can't practice a religion safely and it, it takes away the the unity that we put as a people it takes away you know what the the nigerian state is supposed to be about tolerance understanding that all of us cannot follow the same line of thought all of us cannot follow the same religion let me respect yours. Let me appreciate mine. And let us live without that energy. But just like you said, there's been a lot of negativity right now. And if somebody is feeling that the media is reporting negative news, then give me positive news. I would definitely talk about it. Yeah, well, you need to search for positiveness. I mean, in, in, in an environment where you practically wake up every single day to some really negative news, if it is not bombing, it is not even peculiar to Nigeria alone. Look at what is happening in India, for instance. Almost 4,000 deaths to COVID-19 every day. Almost 400,000 new cases every single day. Look at what is happening in Turkey right now. It's on red alert. People can't fly into Turkey anymore. So, it's not just a Nigerian thing alone. It looks like the whole world is in a quagmire right now. And everywhere you turn to, it's one negative news or the other. So, if yeah. you say I shouldn't report, I've got to work. And in this part of the world, it looks like bad news is good news right now. I mean, it sells yeah. faster. Oh, I disagree with you. Okay. They are, they are good news. <laughs> well, what I say good news is that people should act in a kind, gentle, loving way, even to strangers, and the media will report it, mm. uh, for example. A good news can be if you walk into your neighbor's house and he has bulldogs, different species of dogs, and the dogs, you know, on seeing your complete stranger walking their tail coming towards to you. That is and that's good, good news. news. <laughs> Absolutely. But the bad news will be that if you go to the house... And you get beaten by the dog. Or chased by the dog. That is a bad news. So you can choose to be kind. Well, uh, Premium Times reports um, suggest, based on uh, figures compiled using a review of newspaper reports, interviews with victims, families, and in some cases, confirmation by public and security officials, they've said... 85 people have been killed, 17 people kidnapped in violent attacks across Nigeria just last week. 85 people killed, 17 people kidnapped in violent attacks across Nigeria last week. And the vice president, uh, former vice president, uh, Atiku Abubakar, you know, he's calling on retired military men. And on, uh, I think on Saturday I was watching an um, interview with uh, Body George, Chief Body George. A PDP stalwart. He said, you know, a lot of interesting things there. I, I, I don't, I, I, I take with a pinch of salt, you know, the suggestion that a political conference should be uh, convened because I know that it's going to serve the interests of the politician. And let me tell you, you know, dear listener, a politician always cares about his interests, not your own interests, especially in our society. So mm. if you hear them say that let's convene, let's money will be spent. They are saying, let's call for a national whatever. Money will be spent. Every and single day. Absolutely. And if you say, bring retired military uh, men, so you are doubting the capacity of the present uh, service chiefs, you know, to deliver on insecurity. Well, it's, it's just a confusing... It, it, shows, it just, you know, shows that maybe we are dealing, darling, with the solution to the problems. The solution is let the let there be much political will to deal decisively with the issue of insecurity in a country. Period, but not you know meeting meeting. What has meeting you know solve? There was a confab national confab in 2014. How does that help our country? This same administration now actually rejected the report of the last conference. So there's no justification for implementing whatever recommendation that conference came up with. And we all know how much gets into every single pocket of everyone, every of the delegates from each of the uh, you know sector of the economy, even the NGOs uh, from the academia at the state level, the religious leaders, the youth leaders, every single person
person gets, you know, hundreds of thousands every single day for converging in the hall. And at the end of the day, I will read report of, you know, one of the delegates playing game while the session was going on. And uh, for me, I, just like you said, uh, the conversation can be, uh, you know, can be larger than it is right now. But the truth is this, the people that are supposed to prefer solution to the problems that we have now are benefiting from the problem. So it's about conscience. Do I want to end this problem right now? A friend of mine, you know, got a job in Meduguri sometimes middle of last year and he told me that, you know, the NGOs in Meduguri that rent apartment for 15 years, a lease apartment for 15 years. And my question is this, what are your expectations that the, the, the conflict in that region will last for 15 years? So that obviously economy benefits to all of this. And Unfortunately, the people that are supposed to prefer solution are benefiting from the problems. So it's about asking yourself, do I want to end this or do I want to continue to enrich my own personal pocket? I mean, the, all, the uh, question should be always Kubono in whose interest? It's whose interest? Well, Hakim Baba, Ahmed mouthpiece of the Northern Ellis Forum has called on the president to uh, call for the impeachment rather of Mr. President uh, while speaking on national television this morning. He you know, gave different options. I said the third option, I'm quoting verbatim right now, the third option is that those leaders who are failing to rec will recognize the fact that they are the problem and resign because they clearly have nothing to offer in terms of leadership. As a, our democratic system provides, those with their responsibility to get them off should impeach those who are failing. If the president can't deliver, he should be impeached. We don't have a national assembly that appears to have the levels of patriotism and concern beyond partisan politics to realize that when this rule falls, it also falls on their heads. Partisanship is so pronounced that the people we elected and sent to Abuja think they serve the president rather than the Nigerian people and of court. Okay, saying that the president shall be impeached. Now, the big story. Uh... Adizabala Usman has been alleged, you know, to be involved in some corrupt practices in the NPA. That's why Mr. President had to uh, suspend her. Right now, she has been asked to step aside. Uh, well, I read an opinion over the weekend that said it's a fight between uh, uh, that is uh, uh, her and some contracts that was supposed to, you know, the, the Ministry, Minister of Trans, uh, Transportation wrote to me, Amechi, uh, it was due to, you know, some, uh, um, let's say, magu magu, you know, like you say in this country, magu magu. But we are yet to get the full gist mm. of the story. Several reporters once published, you know, some, uh, uh, you know, stories about her. And at the time, she challenged Sarah reporters that if they bring facts, uh, she's going to uh, respond to them. But, you know, here we are today. Here we are today. Well, at least for the first time, uh, she's she's not going to be a judge in her own case. Uh, Mr. President, in his you know wisdom, told her to step aside while the investigation is going on. Uh, in the course of the weekend, you know there were conversations as regards whether some terminal were awarded to you know Ali Kudangote. Uh, you know, probably a consistent criticism on the Mr. President. And uh, the MP has been in the news for the wrong reasons in the last few months. There's been consistent strikes from freight uh, forwarders, uh, from containers clearance i mean there's been a lot of problem you know uh you know people working at the authority at the uh, you know at either of the walls complaining of multi-tax uh, tax and they've been complaining so badly and uh, she's just been paying you know maybe leave service to the challenges of these people and i think one of the big projects that president buari uh, decided to do had been the, the congestion of the ports especially the main the four major ports working across the country and uh, it's just been a lot of conversation i hope i pray that at the end of the day uh the results or the report of the investigation will be made known to the public and it just won't be an issue of okay let us step aside and then we we'll bury the issue like that uh, but you know Situations like this just cause into question who we are loyal to as individuals. It looks like this administration, I'm not taking sides, uh, but then, I mean, you ask yourself, uh, where does the issue of loyalty pops in? If you pick up an appointment, are you supposed to be loyal to the Nigerian people or the person that gave you that particular appointment? That is the million-dollar question there. We have an insert from uh, Senator Ibrahim Shakaru. Uh, talking about the minority senators, you know, the uh, World Press Conference by the People's Democratic Party last week. Um, uh, we'll stay here and we'll come back. We don't have a guest, so we'll just open the phone lines for you. Tell us the big important stories that you followed, you know, over the weekend. And yeah, we'll love to hear from you. Stay here. We take exception 
to the unfortunate charge that our president has not been seen. This is false and cheap politics. Mr. President and the, and the service chiefs are meticulously busy every day and every night in deliberations and actions with a view to addressing the security challenges across the entire country. Similarly, Mr. President had always made statements to Nigerians on all major security incidences and assuring Nigerians and indeed the international community that he's on top of the game and that he will continue to do his best in making sure that the security challenges are tackled head on. The federal government is aware of the challenges and is working assiduously to massively get the economy working for Nigerians through agricultural intervention projects, infrastructure development projects, and social interventions to use the pains of the economic downturn on ordinary Nigerians. We reject and dissociate ourselves from all and any inflammatory statements that appear to threaten the authority of Mr. President, of Mr. President and our party. We accordingly wish to remind them that blame game and threats of constitutional measures in courts are unwelcome and will not help in any form to address the challenges the nation faces currently. Finally, the APC caucus strongly and unreservedly supports the administration of President Muhammad Buhari as we continue to work in addressing the economic, security, health and social and other social development and other challenges that beset our nation. Yeah, well, there you have it, uh, the caucus of the All Progressives Congress in the National Assembly. Yeah, well, like I said, no guests uh, tonight, so would like to, uh, for you to call in, make your comment. Uh, but, you know, I must talk about the arsonist in, in the southeast, in the southeastern part of the country. Uh, arson is, you know, burning down public buildings. Uh, it's very... Um, and this is taxpayers' money, by the way. If you feel that you are getting President Muhammad Bari, <laughs> go the money that are supposed to use to develop something else will be used to rebuild those structures you burnt down. It doesn't. It's make simple. Sense. It doesn't it, make sense. Yeah. So you know, uh, the arsonist in the south is uh, today is a police station in Abia State. Mm. I know INEC office in Ohafia LGA in Abia State set ablaze by uh, the um, arsonist. Uh, police stations, you know, police law enforcement officers have become targets, you know, of uh, maiming and brutalizing. They're human beings too. So please, uh, and we call on, you know, uh, especially in Planto State, that young people should, you know, show restraint. And I'm so thankful for how peaceful uh, the whole uh, state has been, especially uh, the gang-related violence. Uh, you know, I've, no, I've never heard of it uh, for a while now. So we say thank you. Uh, but there should be strong cooperation between the police, the uh, vigilantes, the neighborhood watch, and, you know, community policing, policing guys so that we have, you know, uh, a secure community. And, of course, uh, everybody, uh, there will be more business, you know, that especially nightlife. People always complain that there's no light, nightlife. But how will there be nightlife if you have gangs, you know, controlling the street at night? Well, um, whatever is happening in the southeast, I think it's high time the government, you know, takes uh, some drastic measures to control that. Uh, almost every single day right now, you read stories of, uh, you know, uh, police stations being burnt down, weapons, you know, stolen, policemen being attacked. Hey, the policeman is not the problem of this country. The policeman is not the president of this country. He didn't vote the policeman into office. And the policeman has families as well. They've got, you know, kids that need to grow up to know their fathers they leave the house and they pray to come back to their you know family safe i think we need to you know build some level of understanding in at this point whatever it is that you are grieved about uh, whatever it is that you've got issues with uh, we should find a ways to sort all of these things you know attacking police stations burning police stations killing police officers it doesn't end the problems that we have 
I mean, the same system that are complaining of, you know, understaffing, and then we, for no reason, just choose to attack them because we have personal issues with them. I think we need to, you know, sort all of these things out. And again, we need to know if you burn any of these things, if they're ever going to build it back, they will use taxpayers' money. This money probably could have done borehole for your community, but they will bring it back to use it to build the police station you decide to burn down. And we need to understand that. If you decide to break a jail, for instance, the prisoner that you released into the community could come back to hurt you or to hunt any of your family members. So it's a lose-lose situation for everybody. You, you think you're doing yourself a world of good by being violent. Well, nobody has monopoly of all of these things, but this is where the government needs to come in. They should stop being political with these things. They should stop playing kid gloves with this matter. It's a serious issue. It looks like it's a calculated attempt. Today is Anambra State. Tomorrow is Eboi. Today is Abia State. Tomorrow is Imo State. It, it, it continues to happen, and it looks like the government, especially from that axis, it looks like they're not interested. Uh, perhaps um, the, more, the, the bulk of the state in that axis does not belong to the ruling party at the central, so it's a lot of problem. The life of everyone that stays in that axis is important, the same way the life of everyone in Abuja is important, the same way the life of everyone in Ijebode is important, the same way the life of everyone in Gombe is important, and I think the government needs to pay huge attention to what is happening in that in, in, at the southeast right now every single day i mean if you say we need more policemen and we're killing the few that we have it doesn't help us absolutely true correct zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight i call it slow zero nine zero eight four eight eight four eight or you call zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine Hello and good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello, good evening. Thank, Thank you very much. My name is Sadiq Kumar. I'm calling from Chichi and Chi Junction. Thank you for calling. Please uh, join the conversation. Yeah, actually, it is very, very unfortunate that all the news that is coming in Nigeria, there is not any good news. All is bad news. Throughout the weekend, just the high level of insecurity that is increasing. And the only part of it is that Mr. President is very, very silent upon all these things that we are hearing in daily basis. He cannot come out and address the nation so that the citizen will feel that, yes, he cares about the people. But it's just his uh, ministers and those that we do not vote them, they are the ones coming out to throwing war that will be paying the citizens. This will tell you that this present government has failed in terms of insecurity woefully. And the pension part is one of these ministers come out and tell us that the all money that they have been spending in terms of weapons for the military, that Nigerians have been complaining, do not see that because he come out clearly and tell us that they are spending money the way it's supposed to be, but the weapons they are on their way. When is this weapons are coming to the hands of this military? This military have been complaining. If we see a military, we want that we see a, 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 a vigilante or what? Because of what? We do not, they are not taking care of them. And people are dying every day. And we are saying that this government would want to end this thing. They don't want to end it. A lot of the Nigerians or the citizens have to be very, very wise. Seeing what is happening in the South is very, very condemnable. They are killing the police, attacking. This is how Boko Haram starts. When they finish with the police, they will go back to the people. And the people that are celebrating this kind of act is a terrorist act. You cannot say that because of the uh, indigenous of their city, a terrorist is a terrorist, no matter where you come from. So we have to be very, very wise and think of our life first. If not, this thing is going to be just scattered in Nigeria. So may God save us. Thank you very much. God bless you for the good work you are doing every day. Thank you, thank you, thank you. 90 or you call 90 Before you call, turn down the volume of your radio. Hello and good evening. Good evening. Yes, thank you for calling. Thank you very much. Uh, I am Comrade Akiba Solomon. I'm calling from Angola. this evening. We're listening to you, sir. Uh, thank you very much, sir. Uh, I have been following so very many stories. Uh, but what mostly captured my attention is uh, the unfortunate killings uh, in uh, in this country. Uh, I don't think Nigeria belongs to Nigerians. This country belongs to all Nigerians. We are all Nigerians. 
that I want to believe that uh, the government should have agreed to arrest the 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 the, the, the killings, arrest Nigerians from the the the, the, the killings. Uh, you see, the truth is that uh, we don't just get the, the minute way to this country, and I want to say this without any fear of favor. But I want to believe that uh, the government has the power. Uh, 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 to, uh, they have the power to 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 to, to, to kill him. You know, you know. Now we, we, I want to believe that farmers cannot go. They are not free to go to their farms now because this uh, we are now we are racism, and we are scared to go back to our farm. But we are afraid because we are not doing what the governor put in place to arrest these killings. And you will feel some signs. It's like the government is romancing. With the uh, terror, uh, with the terrorists, we Nigerians cannot remain with the government. That is why sometimes we don't want to, uh, to submit in a civil manner because the government is not civil to Nigeria. You can imagine that, uh, that, that the terrorism, the terrorism takes place in this country for multiple years. All right, wrap up your. That is saying nothing. It is very unfortunate for some. It's very unfortunate. Thank you, thank you, thanks for calling. Yeah, well, zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight, or you call zero nine zero uh five five six 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 nine nine. Hello, uh, hello, good evening. Thank you for oh, we got you late. Well, both lines are up and running, so uh, let's have a conversation. There's no guess. I would like to hear from you, stories you are following and stories that matters to you, for example. Hello and good evening. Hello? Yeah, good, good evening. evening. Thank you for calling. Uh, this is Mr. David calling from Quata. Well, listen, Mr. David. Um, what I want to comment this evening is, uh, you see, uh, the statement of uh, credited to the Nigerians by an APC caucus in the National Assembly, that tells you that uh, this ninth National Assembly, uh, they have never been with National Assembly like this one. With the challenges that we are facing in Nigeria, and these people, we have the courage and the audacity to come and insult Nigerians that the president is doing his best. In fact, in the beginning of uh, the headline today, see what happened in Katsina. It's not about religion or party. We did not vote them to go and tell us that they are defending their party. We voted them to go and defend the interest of Nigerians. So it, seems that it means we don't have national assembly. And as we continue like this, you know how these people are taking us to a doom. Uh, Mr. Ponsat, you can imagine of what is happening in the East. The East is not safe. The Middle Belt is not safe. The South East is not safe. The, I mean, the Northwest. No place that you can go and sit with your two eyes closed. And somebody will come in the, net, in the nation and tell us that they are doing their best. Their best is not good enough. In fact, uh, in, in the Eighth Assembly, you discover that the people, the life of the Sarakis were in APC. But they can come out and say this thing is wrong and we cannot stand by it. This is how Nigeria has seen the value of people like uh, Saraki. We pray that God will help us. We are at the mercy of God. Thank you. God bless you, sir. Thank you. Well, let's take some uh, Facebook comments. Uh, well, from Abbott, Daksa. Uh, facebook.com uh, first slash FM just i'm wondering how insecure our communities are to the extent that there are pockets of individual kidnapping going on almost on all the corners in the neighborhood even with the presence of police outlets the kidnappers carry out the activities without hindrance by any law enforcement agency who do we run to in this country where do we seek help from my heart bleeds for my country okay andrew amos the concern is about the worst insecurity in the country the government of the day needs to stop blame game to address the issue of answers would be an introductory the game to them okay Okay, uh, the government of the day needs to stop blame game to address that, or the answers to be an introductory of the game to them. It's high time the National Assembly do the needful uh, to save this country. Don Jimmy says, uh, well, for me, the issue of uh, um, Nigeria's problem, I've zeroed my mind on it because all the lamentation, nothing comes from PMB. Uh, Abraham Miller says, for full of sadness from the north to the south, to the east to the west. Baturi Simon, uh, the persistent insecurity is what I've been following and the lack of action and the proactive measures from those in authorities. 
Okay, uh, from Stephen Ashams, mine is about the kidnapping business, which is becoming so lucrative in this country, and all the nonsense that Governor El Rufai is saying, and as if he's provoking the bandits to murder the kidnapped student or what, instead of doing underground work while speaking with the bandits. What a shame. Ambassador Godwin Ukura. Uh, Okala Jura says only God is what we need. Philip Mandong, uh, Festus Kiamo said, and I quote, I was not one of those opportunists that joined the ruling party. We fought as opposition into the government. Okay. Is that what the truth that cannot be told in this government because you struggle to get there? Shame, shame. Ejin Chukuchine says, reporting good or bad news doesn't matter as long as the news is accurate. Even if you choose to report only good or bad, it doesn't change the fact that uh, the other happened or is happening. The listeners should choose their pills of choice. Okay, thank you. Dauda Dominic says, uh, The story that captured my fancy is the statement of the Minister of Information, like Mohammed, saying that the kidnapping is not a capital offense. I wonder how he wants Nigerians to read such offense. He said federal offense, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, John Madweke says, Each day the first news is killing and kidnapping. Uh, is it that uh, is that a trend of money greetings? Is that what it is now? Sadiq Kumar, uh, the story in Nigeria will not pass that of insecurity. The Saudis is getting another dimension by attacking police stations and kidnapping in the northern side is the new job. But still the president is quiet about it. Upon all this, the federal government are thinking of removing subsidy, which is the only thing that the masses benefit from. I don't know how many times they will remove this subsidy in this present administration. Ruben Shetima, my concern is the insecurity in our country. The time has come that all Nigerians have to raise and rise to this situation and hold our leaders accountable. God bless Nigeria. Yakubu Smiler says the political story that I followed throughout last week is Sheikh Dr. Issa Ali Ibrahim Pantami's criticism and the release of Forest mechanization college students may the good lord god pity my country nigeria okay uh isa ishak say thank god i'm back i've really missed your show keep it up anyways you can always follow every of our programs on www.jfm.ng and of course you can also catch up on our podcast Immediately after the program on our website as well, uh, you can always follow us from any part of the world. Okay, from Jaz Jarida says the party APC. Uh, okay, the APC re-election in Lere local government of Kaduna State. Okay, I think there was um, there was a by-election over the weekend. Manasi Hapsen says uh, the problem of kidnapping in this country is too much. Imagine Muslim worshippers praying in the mosque today, uh, but they were being kidnapped. What a country that we're living in. But Simon David, uh, the present administration have they have barely two uh, two years to the end of the administration, and that will be the administration. What would this administration be remembered for, rather than tears, suffering, and sorrow? I wish the leaders of this administration would swiftly wake up to their prolonged slumber and rescue the country from total collapse. Emmanuel Azang Ama says, insecurity in this country, now only God will help us. Uh, that was long at Sunday. We would continue to talk until this present administration do something. Nigeria is our country, and we keep asking the questions. Why is the president so silent about the insecurity? Even the governors are not speaking out. 2023, we will show them the way out. Let's not give up on our country. Uh, Chibu Ezemosi says, I'm done following. Seems like the more they talk, the more the problem comes up. 09055666699. On Twitter at JFM, just I drop a tweet. I will take a couple of your messages as well. Very true. Let's take this. Hello and good evening. Uh, okay. Uh, I think that didn't work. 09098848848. Or you call 09055. Six 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 nine nine. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Good evening, Pastor. Yeah, go ahead. We're listening. I'm Gurini from Kangang. What are our brothers in the East are doing? Obviously, it's a very bad omen because they cannot convince everybody that what they do is is the agitation for presidency. It is is a criminal. We said this to the entire country that what they are doing is cool. So the their leader should advise him that we united. We stand divided before. 
Okay. people in the street, that's not the solution for, for, for the aggrieved. And I especially the security agents. Thank you. Thank you. Well, uh, uh, a group, a group uh, put out a statement. Wall Igbo People's Assembly uh, put out a statement condemning the statement credited to Governor of Kaduna State Malam Nasser Arafai, claiming that Igbos will not get the presidency by insulting and threatening other. Uh, Nigerians. Uh, the group said, uh, let me quote Weber Tim, they said, this man is unable to stop the agitation. Uh, the director of media and publicity of the group, uh, Ms. Chino Nyerem Dick, uh, she said, this man is unable to stop the agitation in his Kaduna state. The Boko Haram ravaged in the north and the shared agitations and he has the temerity to be commenting on the agitations in the east. Uh, well, um, you know, uh, she went further to say that for its compelling benefits, every well-meaning citi uh, citizen has to join hands and accept the basics that power is shifting, not just to uh, the south, but shifting to the southeast as a zone for the production of Nigeria's next president. Uh, of Southeast extraction, and the business is not for the Southeast elite alone, but for the entire nation. It is only the political parties that should weigh in on its rotation of power business, but all critical stakeholders. Uh, they, they range from natural regional organization, clerical organization, retired military establishment, professional bodies, and so forth. Uh, well, interesting conversation about, you know, uh, power rotation to the Southeast, for example. Hello and good evening. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Talk to us, please. Uh, my name is John. I'm calling from Okubaro, John. John, we're listening to you. Thanks for sorry, calling. Sorry, sorry to say this. Well, you need to turn down the volume of your radio, please. Can you hear me clearly now? Yeah, I can hear myself echo. So turn down the... Just turn off your radio, please. Okay, can you hear me clearly now? Yeah, good. Go ahead, sir. The problem in this country is so-called Buhari, which is our president. How many times yeah, is yeah, yeah, but realize? yeah, but yeah, but we don't tolerate, you know, for you to call so-called Buhari's our that president. Is a, that is a that is a problem. When they want to make the real point, you people will just will not even agree for somebody to be the real. No, but it's, right. no, a real point is not insulting. You don't you don't insult while making a point. That is not how because to. Because the man is not the man is not doing the right thing for this country. Uh, then you don't say so-called. He's the president. And uh, he's not the president. If a president cannot care for so country, he's not a president. Oh, I understand you're mad, but uh, maybe you should speak to your friend close to you, not here. Thank you very much. You can call the show and, you know, describe our president as uh, uh, so-called. If you don't respect him, at least respect his office. He's the president. Take, not Nobody can do anything about it. <laughs> you know, you can only get frustrated and, you know, your frustration will end. But, you know... Uh, you can call, you know, our show and, you know, wanting us to accept what you want to say, uh, despite the fact that uh, is an insult. You can uh, make your point without insulting. I truly believe, you know, in that. You can display your uh, frustration without, you know, uttering any insult. But you just can't uh, insult in our president. He's my president. He's Okwami's president. He's your president as well. And there's nothing you can do about it. Hello and good evening. Thank you for calling. Talk to us, please. This is Lucky Dad, yes, from the Ramaganda. We're listening. Yeah. Uh, this, the issue of this uh, insecurity in this country, uh, I don't know what is the difference between uh, the country shutting up uh, because of COVID-19, shutting down the whole country because of COVID-19, and then with this incident killing day in, day out, and yet the country cannot do anything. This thing has been going out of hand. And if we continue like this, in fact, it's leading us to survival of the fit. You know, when things have started going this way, we will, take, we will be taking it for granted. Things are going worse and worse every day. Nothing has been done on it. Okay. Okay. Well. Well, let, let me take some tweets. Um, you can uh, go to our Twitter handle at JFMJoss to, uh, you know, send in your tweets via our Twitter platform. We'd love to hear, get as much as possible uh, for us to read them out. But in the meantime, let's uh, take phone calls. Hello, good evening. Thanks for calling. Hello. That didn't work. 
Okay. Um, let's take this uh, tweet coming from Thomas Stockman. He's saying, uh, feud with the presidency and Mr. Otom with Erufai. These people keep acting to script, but lives doesn't seem to matter to this man. Erufai challenging Otom to pay salary while Otom replies uh, was for Erufai to stop religious bigotry and save the citizens' lives. That was, oh God. Dimas is saying, I always wonder why people keep complaining about a particular government, but whenever they have the opportunity to change the government, they will go for the same people. What a country, what a people. It's uh, CISO. It's an economy advisory council urges President Bahari to remove subsidy on petrol. Hmm. Still on the matter. Philip Mandung is saying, with the killings and kidnappings, etc. in Nigeria, President Buhari cannot be remorseful to address Nigerians. That he should be hearing from Garba Show. PMB has no respect for Nigerian citizens. The National Assembly must be blamed. Aaron Fisar is saying, Mr. President cannot be impeached because we don't have a National Assembly, but people loyal to the President. We have a failed nation under President Buhari. Austin E. saying, The news that caught my attention is that of a major Hadiza Bala fighting over who has the best connection to the presidency. And the presidency, Garba Show, has the. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm Mohammed is true. I'm Steve. Time shall tell. Interesting there. Uh, well, this will be the last call. Hello and good evening. Good evening. Thanks good for calling. Evening. Talk to us, please. I'm Ponsa. Good evening. Yeah. Uh, this is Santino from Bukuru Express. We're listening to you, sir. Thank, thank you very much. I was talking to a friend yesterday in the United States of America. He was saying to me that uh, the issue of Nigeria is, has been burdened the whole world. That is, in United States of America, that we are the people to solve our problem, that they have their own problem. That the whole world is folding their hands and Kimbo watching Nigeria. I concluded that the only thing that will help Nigeria is God. Why have we gotten to this extent? Religious bigotry, ethnicity, name it. It seems our leader have lost the focus how to save Nigeria. All we need to do is just pray and ask God to save our country. We cannot fight the second civil war. It will be disastrous. We just pray that God will forgive our sins and heal our nation. Thank you, Mr. Ponsan. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you, too. Well, there's the much you can take in the show. Let's say for last word from Okbayami, and then we'll wrap up the show. Well, uh, the government had declared Wednesdays and Thursday as a public holiday uh, to celebrate... Well, <laughs> Salah. In the course of the week, I got into a conversation with, you know, some older friends and we talked about how many public holidays that we observe in this country every single year and how much billions of naira the economy loses every single day that we shut down the economy now there's holiday on wednesday on thursday can assure you that a lot of civil service servants will not go back to work on friday since as good as almost saying that this week is gone and we want to have a surviving economy on that this way We've got a lot to do. Yeah, well, the civil servants will complain that lawmakers spend, uh, they don't uh, spend plenty of days working. Uh, that's not a justification. No, they don't even By 12th of themselves. June again, we'll go for Democracy Day. Well, two days maybe. And we'll still go for 1st of October, Independence Day. Well... I mean, interesting countries. My name is Ponsak Fanap. Thank you for staying uh, tuned to the show. We appreciate your uh, good time listening to this program. We invite you to stay tuned to the uh, new stop of the hour, 6 o'clock. Have a good evening. Bye now. And I'm going to play a song by Toby Mark. It's called Speak Life. You can choose to speak life. You can choose to be kind. You can choose to be good. You can choose to be loving. The choice just lies with you. So which one is more better and easier? The, the, that uh, is a rhetorical question. Bye now. We are JFM. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.